0: Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches SUP Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will.
1: Hello, I'm Sammy Sage. And I'm Elise Morales. And this is the Betches SUP Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics.
2: Here we are. Hey. We haven't done a pod together in forever because I'm not usually on Monday. And also, Amanda's
1: usually not on vacation. <laughs>
2: That's true.
1: Even though OG listeners will know that the SUP podcast just used to be you and me. I
2: know. Reading pages and pages <laughs> of research. It's true. It's true.
1: And, and, uh, and making those outlines ourselves. Yeah, but we've grown. We've grown. And it is
2: quite we've amazing. Grown. We've grown in Amanda, and it's, yes. it's really changed everything. <laughs> and a number of other hosts as yes, well. Yes, 100%. <laughs> okay, so
1: before we get into the show, I do just want to um, call one thing out in that is in the morning announcements this morning, I accidentally misspoke, and I said that England defeated Italy in the Euro championship, oh, when no. in fact, it was the other way around, and my deepest apologies go out. That was completely a misspeak because, like, in my head i knew that italy won um and so i'm deeply sorry and uh just wanted to you got some british people mad at you you heard them i don't know who i don't know (laughs) everyone's just like italy won (laughs) in that voice exactly but i i know now and i am very sorry again and um For those of you who do not listen to the morning announcements, I typically don't make mistakes like this. And for that reason, you should give it a try and subscribe. It's really like three minutes and I'm just giving you the headlines and it's easy and quick. And Mm -hmm. that is that's the take.
2: I'm going to cover morning announcements for you for a week while you're on vacation.
1: I so. am so excited.
2: It, it's <laughs> going to be really funny that week. So get in there. Get in there now so that you can hear how I how my style differs when I do yeah. it. <laughs> also,
1: also, you're doing it like a week before your wedding. So I know I we know. are going to have like
2: a lease at her like
1: peak. So. Yeah,
2: I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be operating at a very high frequency during that time. <laughs> exactly exactly all right should we get into the news we've got an international uh
1: smorgasbord of news today we do we do including the fumble of europe and- yes. Of a European cup.
2: <laughs> yes that is i will say that i was in hoboken new jersey for my bridal shower and uh that is a very but I think there are many Italians there. And it became very clear when Italy had won. <laughs> that I'm sure. I'm sure. People driving around with Italian flags at the ready. <laughs> Where did, yeah. Like, I didn't realize
1: everyone had flags. I don't even think I have like an American flag.
2: No, but I don't. Maybe yeah, no. But I I think it's more fun when it's like an Somewhere Italian else. flag. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, even our even our third story about. Space news is technically international, intergalactic.
2: In fact, intergalactic. <laughs> even. Yeah. Okay, so let's start out with a story that actually began last week that we have not had a chance to talk about on the podcast. Uh, last Wednesday, Haitian President Jovenel Moise was assassinated when gunmen broke into his home in the outskirts of Port-au-Prince. His wife, Marine, was also critically wounded in the attack, but she is in stable condition uh his assassination came amidst a period period of political instability in the country which has been worsened by gang violence rapid inflation and high covid infection rates it's just you know a (laughs) a large amount of issues uh not too long ago you guys will probably remember the country was greatly affected by the 2010 earthquake and more recently by a number of hurricanes. Hurricane Matthew in 2016 did a lot of damage. Uh, they still haven't recovered from either of those incidents. So th- these are some really like deep-seated things that have been going on in Haiti for a long time. The search for the gunmen has been really, really interesting. So the gunmen were reported to be speaking Spanish and English. In Haiti, a lot, most people speak French, so that's very interesting. Uh, and they claimed to be from the DEA in order to gain entry into the house. Uh, Wait, this is
1: where I want to stop. How do you feel about them using our very own drug agency <laughs> as pawns in their assassination? I think it
2: says a lot about us. I It does, and I also... I didn't realize that even the president of Haiti has to open up if someone's like, DEA, open up! Like I thought, their jurisdiction was right. That's what I'm a little confused about. Like, why does that matter? Right. I would be like, well, actually, I'm the president of Haiti, so right, I'm the president of the country. If you want to, have... yeah. So... like, if you want to have a meeting with me, you can like schedule a meeting through your ambassador. But I guess right. it doesn't work like that. <laughs> right. But would it be different
1: if, like, let's say Queen Elizabeth showed up at the Haitian president's door? Do you think he'd I... be like, you need to schedule a meeting?
2: No, I think that if Queen Elizabeth herself was there just because of her age, I feel like you have to let her in and like let fair, her sit down. Fair. Fine, fine. <laughs> you have to be like, okay, you can come in. Do you need water? <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a really long trip for you. I can't believe Kate you're Middleton, here. though. Kate Middleton, though. She can, she
1: can sit on the
2: porch. Yeah, well, enough. Kate, it's like, okay, well, what, actually, why are you here? this right. um, is random. Okay, anyway, back anyway. to the Asian assassination. <laughs> back, back to the assassination. Um, so right now they're, There's also been a lot of turmoil in Haiti prior to this because there was no sitting parliament. Moise dissolved the parliament earlier this year, and Haiti has not been able to hold legislative sessions amid all of this political unrest. So now currently, Haiti is being controlled by the acting Prime Minister Claude Joseph, who Moise appointed in April, but was not even actually sworn in. So his power is now contested by multiple parties. And it's just like, he's clearly acting as the leader, but it's very, it's very unclear who the actual leader is. It is because Moisa dissolved the parliament. There was no parliament. All of these people are like interim and acting officials. So also the
1: head of the Supreme court who was actually supposed, who could have Mm -hmm. taken over, he died of COVID. So Oh, my
2: God. (laughs) Yeah. So that's uh, also complicating matters for sure. (laughs) So now who is responsible for the assassination? We obviously don't know yet, but Haitian police have arrested 21 people in relation to the assassination, including 18 Colombians, many of whom are former members of the Colombian military and three Haitian Americans. One of the arrested individuals is Christian Emmanuel Senon, a Florida based Haitian born doctor who was reportedly planning to become the president after this assassination took place based on what I don't know, because it seems like like, he's just a guy from Florida. Based
1: on his viewing of Game of Thrones, this is how this works.
2: Well, also, maybe he saw what Donald Trump is up to and he's like, well, I'm just a random guy in Florida. Maybe I can also say that I'm the president and that I'm going to be in state in August.
1: Right. It's also it's also kind of funny because like, yeah, he doesn't even live in the country. So he was just going to plot to take over a foreign country, even though he is Haitian born. It is still technically not the country of his residence at the moment.
2: Yeah, I I was reading a bunch about this this morning for the newsletter, and I really couldn't figure out what the basis of his (laughs) claim to the presidency is like,
1: I feel like it's just like coup. Like, yeah, we're cooing and it's mine now.
2: And I chose to be the president. So I chose to, to be <laughs> the one to coo. So therefore, I get to be president. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I weird. guess
1: he kind of, It's it's a little bit weird because, like, is this guy wealthy? Like, how did he launch basically a, his own private CIA operation?
2: I mean, a lot more is gonna, a leader. Yeah, there's clearly a lot more going on here. Uh, So according to Haitian officials, he arrived in Haiti in June and contacted a Venezuelan private security company to recruit people to commit the assassination. So I guess. He hired mercenaries. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that's I guess that's why so many of them are like Colombian ex-military guys. So the U.S. has sent investigators to look into the matter, but so far, this is the, the theory of the case right now is that this guy hired a bunch of mercenaries to try to make him the president and he actually successfully killed the president. Yeah, I think that is the theory and I can't really
1: imagine that narrative emerging from nowhere. I mean, I guess I can. I guess things like that do propagandas made all the time.
2: Yeah, I'm always, uh, you know open to the first thing that comes out, not necessarily being the case. But this is very strange. And I mean, on a more serious note, Haiti was going through all of this turmoil. People there are super poor again. They haven't even recovered from an earthquake that took place in 2010. They already had unrest against Moise's government. And now it's like they don't even know who's in charge. So I just can't imagine a more chaotic situation. Right.
1: Also, I had read that, like, the reason people didn't like Moise was because he was kind of like edging towards edging authoritarianism. Well,
2: uh, like, he dissolved the, the parliament. The parliament. <laughs> right, that's not good.
1: So it's like, is this guy great? Like, no. Is it this Haitian, this Florida doctor's job to to depose? Like. taken out
2: yeah it's a
1: little the whole thing is very weird
2: yeah because it's not and we're going to talk in a second about a situation that's going on in cuba but it it does seem like there was definitely opposition to moise's government but i haven't seen this assassination really being tied to like a legitimate like a, a haitian movement against moise it seems like it's all foreign people and also this doctrine from Florida right it, it's
1: also but
2: then again, like a lot of
1: assassinations are that way they're yes. not by I don't know, and sometimes they try to make it look like it is like a grassroots group, but it's not really
2: yeah so I mean i'm I'm very open to a lot more information coming out about this because the story itself is really strange. Me too. I'm very. I will keep you guys up to. <laughs> yeah, we will and all I, keep you up And I have been updating in the newsletter. Good time to plug the newsletter. Uh, we've been talking about this as it's been happening. slash sup
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's where you can. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter. Yes. So there's just a, a million ways to read.
2: Yeah, what's you going can on from get us. the news from the morning and from Sammy. You can get it in the afternoon from the sup. Then you can hear us talk about it. There's really so many ways. There really are.
0: Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes.
2: Moving on, the globe spins. It actually doesn't really need to spin very far. We're actually moving only—we're yeah, we're truly a we're few miles. A <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We're actually okay. Little small boat ride shown yeah. on the map. We're, yeah. we're headed to Cuba, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it just spins all the way around and goes back to kind of exactly to Cuba. It was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. and then you still need to take the boat. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so only a few hundred miles away thousands of cubans have joined in the biggest protest in decades against their government so all across the country protesters have taken to the streets uh this is based on it's really actually similar to what we were talking about in Haiti it's based on uh just an oppressive government in general it's based on poor response to covid-19 there's been a huge surge in covid-19 cases The healthcare system is not doing well, which is kind of ironic because Cuba's number one export is doctors and they actually have really good doctors. But um, it's a very interesting situation. So um, the protesters are calling for an end to the dictatorship amidst widespread food shortages and power outages. So that's another part of this is that there's been massive food shortages. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of things that would make you come out into the street. Uh, President Miguel Diaz Canal is claiming that the protests are a provocation by U.S. mercenaries to further destabilize the country. That's very textbook. uh, They've done that before.
1: You can't be like, oh, we would never.
2: Yeah. And like, you know, not 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 a bad uh, guess. It doesn't appear to be what's happening here. But uh, the the U.S. has has certainly meddled there before. Many of the protesters were tear gassed and arrested by authorities. Uh, So this is, you know, this movement is being put down. And there are also a lot of reports from the island that uh, the Internet's being turned off because that's really like centralized. The government controls whether you get the Internet or not. So a lot a lot of reports are coming out that the Internet is being turned off and people are like not there. are trying to stop people from being able to communicate via their phones, basically. Um, Cuba's also been really hit hard by the lack of tourism Due to the pandemic Its economy shrunk 11% last year Which is a massive decline when you're talking about people Who are already really impoverished Already really Suffering under uh, their own Government and policies From our government And when you
1: think about how GDP is like a low single Digit number yeah, This is like the flip of GDP and it's a double Digit number So just think about it in those terms
2: Yeah, it's, I mean It can't be understated how hard life is for Cubans right now. They don't have
1: Internet, food or power. So, yeah.
2: So that's not great. Imagine Uh, that. And obviously a huge factor in the Cuban economy was that the Trump administration enacted some of the toughest economic measures against Cuba in decades as part of number one, trying to cater to Cuban Americans, but also as part of his like, fuck you to anything Obama ever did campaign. So Obama opened (laughs) it up, so he's gonna now make it worse. Uh, And Biden has not yet lifted them. Uh, I know as Mike Pompeo left, he designated Cuba as a state sponsor of terror, which complicates that matters but i personally do wish the biden administration was a little more aggressive on rolling some of this stuff back as best that they could right it really just seems like cuba's sort of
1: this like microcosm of like it's almost like the petri dish of america's shitty foreign policy like and you can see it Very clear, you can see the effects of like what the United States did in like the latter half of the 20th century or 21st century, uh, whatever century. (laughs) I know, know. I'm always
2: like, wait, it's one century, the 1900s. Yes,
1: (laughs) you can see the effect of what the United States did like all the time in Cuba so clearly. And it's like, just export that idea to like tons of other places, and you have like. What America did. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, and it's really complicated too, right? Because like the Cuban government is also really authoritarian, really, really repressive, has made some really bad decisions that have also caused these issues. And I feel like, and I've already seen it, there's a tendency in the US, like no one can talk about Cuba or Venezuela or like Latin American issues without injecting their own agenda. And the thing is, like, these are protests that are against authoritarianism against dictatorship against bad governance it's not necessarily against like the concept of socialism or (laughs) like the left or the right and it's like i see people posting these stories number one being like see communism doesn't work Da-da-da. And I'm like, well, that's not the whole story. And then I see other people being like, this is a PSYOP. These are right wing. This is funded by the US. Like, these people aren't really protesting. And I'm like, okay, well, that's also not correct either <laughs> by any means.
1: It's incredibly, it's like an extremely agenda driven conversation. And it's just like another example of how like these countries are used as political pawns or like yeah. political po- talking points and like, Yet the United States like refuses to look at itself or like acknowledge any role in that And it's it's like and it's also so deprioritized as like an actual issue that we might solve That it's just all very frustrating and it's, yeah. it's sad because like Cuba clearly has like a ton of potential To have a thriving economy and it just doesn't really seem to have any sort of conditions for that
2: Yeah, I mean Exactly. You're exactly right. And it's just it's re, it's also really sad because it's there's so many agendas and in the middle of it are just the Cuban people being squeezed right. and who don't, again, have electricity, have food. They're dying of covid. It, and what's interesting is that Cuba just developed its own covid vaccine. And again, they have really, really good doctors. Right. So it's it's like particularly shocking for them to be having a healthcare crisis on the level that they're having because Cuban, the Cuban healthcare system is kind of like it's crown jewel. And like they export doctors around the world. So like Cubans on the Island are like, this is fucked. You're going to like, you're like, you're going to export all of our doctors and have that be our, the basis of our economy. But then like we're dying of COVID right. and we can't get right. like basic medicines and shit.
1: Right. I mean, it's a classic situation where, like, the country that has the resources exports them all, whether it's food, oil, and then the people of the country that itself where the resources are from.
2: It's just sort of
1: like get fucked, you know.
2: And I've heard so I've been hearing conflicting things about whether the embargo that is in place right now covers medicine. Some people say that it doesn't. Some reputable sources say that it doesn't. Some reputable sources say that it does. It's hard to imagine that American economic policy against Cuba has nothing to do with shortages, but the government also is corrupt on the island. And you have to also think about the fact when like government officials are not dying of COVID and they have food and they have electricity and they live in a nice house and the Cuban people don't, that's a problem. (laughs) That's also not fucking good. (laughs)
1: Right. It's true. But like, what are we going to do about it? We have a typically we have a historically bad track record with trying to do something about that.
2: Yeah, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough to ever argue that the U.S. should do anything but leave a Latin American country alone. (laughs) Leave everyone alone. Absolutely leave everyone alone. But but I mean, realistically, my hope is that maybe these protests get the cuba issue on the map for the biden administration and we see a little bit more movement and trying to remove whatever can be removed and also working to undo whatever mike pompeo did because it can't right it can't be that undoable right like, i mean i don't i don't know anything about. yeah that, but it so. can't, it's not written in stone like we, we, have, we have to right. be able to change it somehow right. so he was able to change it right so let's i'm sure that there's some paperwork that needs to be filled out and things need to happen but you know let's chop chop
1: yeah <laughs> download that
2: pdf <laughs> yeah exactly maybe that's what this is is that these, all these people are too old to figure out how to download and open a pdf <laughs> and so it's just they're just sending the same email back and forth yeah. being like someone's gonna open this pdf <laughs> and get to the cuba thing right <laughs>
1: Now it's time for our buzzworthy news segment brought to you by Dame, putting the buzz in all the right places. Their choice for sex are making the world a happier place, one vulva at a time. Today's buzzworthy news headline is Richard Branson's space adventure. Woo! Woohoo! So we told you where it goes. So <laughs> the globe is now going like, we're going up on the globe. We're going mm-hmm. to New Mexico, which is Zoomed. where they. Zoomed. Yeah, to New Mexico. Okay, so on Sunday which is yesterday, billionaire Richard Branson flew into space, beating Jeff Bezos by about a week. I don't know. How do you feel about that? To me, I'm just like, wonderful. Great. Yeah,
2: honestly, (laughs) if 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 I guess we're doing this billionaire space wars thing, I prefer Richard Branson to Jeff Bezos. Me too. My billionaire ranking. So I'm glad that Richard Branson went to space first.
1: Right. It seems that, you know, the giant villa in Lake Como and the private island and those were not enough.
2: No, no. We
1: went to space. OK, <laughs> so um, Branson spent about four minutes of weightlessness aboard the ship, which is like what happens when you're in space. So he technically has become the first person to blast off in his own spaceship.
2: <laughs> There's something about that that's just so funny. I'm the first person to blast off in my own spaceship. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right. It's a little bit like Cool I mean it's very much like It it sounds like a three-year-old Like wanted to do it Like it's like It's very much like an inner child thing
2: yeah and that is how this whole like billionaire space race feels is like a bunch of silly boys and their very expensive toys being like i'm gonna be the first one to go to space so like now jeff bezos is clearly gonna be like he's gonna land his ass on the moon or do something to try to one-up branson right and they're pretending it's for like the advancement of
1: society it's like i can think of a few ways you could advance yeah A lot of of things. My vacations are for the advancement of society, too. It's also (laughs) like like, NASA's been to space, so it's not like you're the first person going to space. You're just the first person, like, taking your own car there.
2: Yes, 100%. (laughs) Like, it's not actually an accomplishment.
0: No, it's literally just being like...
2: The accomplishment is being rich enough to fund it. Yes,
1: okay. So... Bezos congrats I mean despite this being like a child's pissing contest Bezos Bezos congratulated him on Twitter 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 saying can't wait to join the club um but, the, but Richard Branson basically intends to make this like a commercial business um Virgin Galactic with his company Virgin Galactic they're trying to get into commercial space flights currently they're $250,000 I honestly wow. thought they were going to be more
2: Yeah that's a, I mean do that's I have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go to space? Absolutely not. But, but, but that's I, like that's like
1: you could get that in your lifetime.
2: Yeah, like it. It is like an attainable, attainable amount number. of money for a person to it have.
1: Is. It's like if you said it was a million dollars, I'd be like, "That's like not a realistic, yeah, thing." But like people, people pay that. Yeah, for, like, people weddings. buy a house with that. Yeah,
2: I would prefer. Yeah. If, I mean, if I have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I probably won't buy a ticket to no. space, but Me, you could I I, you can, could <laughs>
1: Do you have any personal interest in going to Zero. space because I don't like I'd rather be in a luxurious hotel room on, or on a yacht for that price than in like a cramped spaceship.
2: Um, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I actually believe that if I looked out the tiny window and saw earth from far away, I would have a mental breakdown and I would not, Uh they would have to turn around. It would (laughs) not be good. I think that I I don't think that I could handle the vastness of space and I don't want to be there. (laughs) You're giving me a pit in my stomach, so I'm, I guess I'm kind of on the scene. (laughs) (laughs) I think mentally, I do not have the fortitude to be in space. Right, I'm not really
1: like, I'm just not that interested. Um, I There's so many great places on earth. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I have so many places I'm trying to go on earth that I don't want to sit in a spaceship. And that's my whole thing. Like get me to a beach, get me on a mountain, get me in an ocean.
2: I have flight I anxiety to be, too. Like I don't same, like being that's the on worst a plane. part of
1: vacation.
2: <laughs> and it's like you're stu- the whole thing is the plane yeah your whole vacation is the airport
1: (laughs) is the airport
2: and it's and the takeoff is the whole thing and then you land again which are the scariest parts it's not even like
1: (laughs) it's not even like you're in like the lounge of the airport you're in the spaceship okay so elon musk obviously he has to come up in this child space Mm -hmm. race thing so he's planning to also get into commercial space flights, but they're trying to do like a more luxurious, full-fledged experience with like an 8-day long orbit around Earth for $55 million.
2: I'm screaming the entire time. Just kidding. I would, that
1: sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't want to orbit the Earth for 8 days. No, for it's $55 so- million. I would take I would so much rather just take a trip around the world and do all the nicest things
2: on Earth. Yeah, I mean literally you, there's nothing to do once you get to space. Right. You you're just, doing also, nothing. it
1: all looks the same from the top. I imagine like it's not like you're getting a different view.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like a hundred years from now, this conversation is going to be pulled and people are going to be like, look at these, these dumb I'm sure. earth wings I'm discussing sure. how the primitive space travel. But look, I have no interest, but no I'm interest. not talking
1: about like, I'm not talking about in a hundred years when that is like advanced and luxurious and can mm-hmm. go places and they have perfected the experience. Yeah, it's a below I'm talking deck about situation, like, right? Like I'm um, right when when it becomes <laughs> below deck intergalactic flight. Yeah, sure, I'm down. But right now. <laughs> That's not what it is. We're talking space food. We're talking powder that you put in a bag yeah. and eat.
2: We're talking you're stuck in a little metal box for eight days. Like, you don't get to go out. Yeah. They're not going to let you out and to float around. That's not we're, happening. We're talking recycled air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be like the xenon, like... Play, where she, the the space shuttle that she lived on, which seemed kind of tight. Also, like people have, don't people have
1: like digestive issues on vacation? Like, imagine dealing with that on the spaceship.
2: I mean, these are all great questions. These are all great questions, and for that reason, I am out. Okay, so <laughs> you won't
1: see us on one of these flights.
2: I will not be spending fifty five million dollars to go on an eight day long orbit. <laughs>
1: I'll be buying a fucking like mansion in anywhere before in I'll be anywhere. anywhere. Like anywhere. Absolutely anywhere. Or like maybe I would split it up between five ten million dollar mansions in a lot right. of places.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or I'm going on five uh ten million dollar vacations, splitting exactly. it up. Fifteen exactly. ten million dollar vacations in a lifetime is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Right <laughs> But yeah you know, I have no interest in any of this uh, I will not be going to space Unless The human race is moving there f- Imminently for a reason
1: Why would you not want to be one of the ones Who stays back and like reaps all the benefits Of being one of the Remaining people like, Well
2: the reason is that where there won't be any more
1: People it's I don't like think The sun's that... going to explode or something mm, Well then I don't think you're getting on the flight to space, just
2: anyway. Well, I know, I know, I know. I don't know enough connected people, but I'm working on making the connections eventually, career-wise, to maybe get on the flight. If that's the case, <laughs>
1: honestly, <laughs> maybe get in like a yeah. At least, just like maybe in the bathroom. At least, just build a bunk. I'd rather have a bunker on Earth, frankly.
2: Bunker or space? Bunker. Really or space? nice. Great question. Because you could walk out of the bunker, probably. Bunker or space. The devil you know versus the devil you don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy yeah. is I've spent like actual time thinking about this and gotten emotional thinking about if I would be able to get on the spaceship. And every time I'm like, you know, you're not getting on it. No. They're gonna pick like the most elite people. They're gonna pick that girl who won the script spelling bee and can dribble all the basketballs. They're gonna like, it's gonna be like trying to get on a Titanic lifeboat. Literally, it's gonna be billionaires who have their own flight. They're like Branson will have his own, whatever. He'll bring his friends. There It'll will be, be the that. cow,
1: the the Billy Zane of the
2: Yes. Yes, exactly. And then there will and the be the cowardly
1: like- captain and the cowardly owner of the ship who sneaks on and he's like <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's going to be very similar to that. And then there will probably be some government-sponsored ships that, like, exceptional human specimens can get on. Right. And I don't know if I'm getting on any of of those ships, unfortunately. You have
1: time. So, (laughs) anyway. That was our Buzzworthy News brought to you by Dame. I'm a huge fan of Dame products. They are really awesome. And I highly recommend you try them. So to feel the buzz, you can try Dame for yourself by visiting dameproducts.com sup. You can learn more and take the quiz to find out which vibe or products will be the perfect fit. Plus, all new customers will get 15% off their first order on dameproducts.com sup. That's D-A-M-E-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S dot com slash sup. Annalise. I think that's the end of our
2: show. I know. And what a show it was. It, well, I, we went all around the world. I keep saying we go, went all over the globe. But again, we went uh, like a hundred mile distance and then to space. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it was, it was one of the more exotic shows. For sure. put it that way. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Sammy Sage. I'm Elise Morales. And this has been
0: the Betcha Stuff Podcast. Woo!